0: It's always soccer in Philadelphia. Even when the Sixers are playing, the Eagles are getting their ass kicked. You got Thanksgiving coming up tomorrow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, The Flyers are playing. Mm -hmm. The Wings are getting ready to play. Villanova lost to Furman. Villanova's losing to Furman. Uh, which I covered I West learned what a
1: Furman was Really? They're the <laughs> The Paladins right? Yeah, yeah The go. Furman Paladins <laughs> Came into Villanova it's And beat the National Jam
0: Yeah You got Villanova losing to Furman You got West Virginia losing to everybody You got Penn
1: Basketball stuck on the uh, Virgin Islands They couldn't get Their flight was delayed over 24 hours They slept mm-hmm. in the Virgin Islands airport along with the old dominion team
0: well that sounds horrible you that's, know that's the news you can only get <laughs> that's here a, <laughs> that's a place you want to be stuck if you got to be stuck anywhere uh kevin Kincaid, Dave island baxter's here yes he's looking out the front window um glad to be bringing you another episode of the always soccer in philadelphia program you know we we're thinking about doing something right after the playoff loss obviously but then we we're sitting here thinking like well you know you're gonna have the should we do something before we know it's gonna happen jim Curtin? should we wait until the you know, end of season press conference, whatever. Mm-hmm. We decided to wait. We both have a lot of crapola going on anyway. So now we have plenty of stuff to talk about. Yeah. We got the roster moves. Big week. We know Jim Curtin's coming back on a one-year extension. We got the whole uh, press conference from ye- yesterday, two Monday. days ago. Monday. I don't even know what day it is. Man. Yeah. Uh, from two days ago to dive into. So we're going to do, do all that. But, you know, we're going to start it off. I'm going to start it off with the roster moves. So the options, the options that were picked up, Jack Elliott, of Olivier Embaizo. West Virginia, of, Jack Elliott. You have to say that every time you say West Jack Virginia's Elliott. Jack Elliott, uh, <laughs> Keegan Rosenberry, Ilsenio, Derek Jones, Fafa Pico, and Corey Burke. All make sense. No surprises no there, No surprises. Right? Contracts of the following players were already guaranteed for 2019. Andre Blake, Mark McKenzie, mm-hmm. Matt Real, Austin Trusty. Uh, Brendan Aronson, David Akam, Ali Bedoya, Anthony Fontana, Harris Mendunian, and CJ Sapong. Uh, I guess I can't ask you your your opinion really on that because they were all guaranteed, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes, I mean, some of these guys obviously, like Brendan
1: Aronson, didn't even have a contract until this, <laughs> this next year. So yeah, yeah. I would hope he would be. And CJ,
0: you know, with the extension, I mean, he could go into a yeah. whole thing on that, but okay, so simultaneously, the union did. The union announced that they had declined the contract options of Jake McGuire, Richie Marquez, and Josh Yaro, who I saw getting into an Uber the other day. Uh, Marcus Epps, Fabian Herbers, Adam Najem, Jay Simpson. Uh, the union also declined the option of Fabinho, but are currently in negotiations with him on a new contract. John McCarthy, Ray Gaddis, uh, Warren Carvalho all, all out of contract entering the offseason. Uh, Bork Dodge call out of contract, uh, found the expiration of a loan from China. And um, they didn't act yet upon uh, uh, thing. <laughs> How could they not act yet? He had such a great. He had such a great. Yeah, time I mean, here that's it's so yeah, a no-brainer. <laughs> well, man.
1: Um, yeah, so here's where we can get into it. I guess. Do you want to start with? So what's some your of the, what's
0: your pickup point there? Yeah, I mean, out of, I, mean out of I, all I don't. I mean, I don't
1: know. We didn't. It's so funny. We didn't even ask about this in the presser because there are so, so many other things to ask. But the fact that Josh Yarrow, Herbers, you could even throw in Marquez, like these were guys. If we were having this, the end of season podcast two years ago you'd say building this team for the future <laughs> around right. Yaro, Herbers, Marquez. Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. They, this has been a constant trend of this team where these guys, just that they were s- supposed to be uh, young stars and they're going to build around, just kind of lose their place, their uh, development stalls. Um, do you remember all, all those articles we wrote about Keegan, Rosenberry, mm-hmm. Herbers, and Yarrow? Three of the top uh, six picks in the draft, right? Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, it was all about that draft, though, uh, <laughs> and how good it was. And, yeah. like, look at Ernie Stewart coming in. They got this cool. Yeah, all yeah, great was, rookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The best rookie class ever. And then, yeah. so it's just one of those things, like, you think maybe it'll change with the homegrowns. Maybe they have more commitment to get it right. These guys have more development, op- uh, development opportunities in Bethlehem. But, um, yeah. it, it it seems unlikely in two years we'd be saying the same thing about like McKenzie, trustee. like they did, <laughs> they did, they that they uh, I, I, yeah I the could find the options I
0: can I, well you know it's funny because I could go through like I have like old you know magnets that they give you to put on your refrigerator that have like the schedule on them every right. year right and like one year it's like like. Amobi and Jack right? Yeah. And, that was the, and Zach McMath are on one. The two best players on a 2013. And then they're all gone. Yeah. They're gone. They're gone, yeah. And then, and then whoever was on the next one, you know, he's gone. You go back so even before that,
1: like Roger Torres
0: was their Roger great Torres young prospect. Roger Torres was on one of them. Yeah. yeah Danny yeah. Mwanga. So, yeah,
1: hopefully the, acad- the academy thing does seem to change the whole the whole narrative, right? Like, yeah. they have more commitment to them. They're not going to cut these guys. Um, like... Adam Nodgem, he was a good young prospect, but he's behind two homegrowns now who yep. came through YSC in Fontana and in Arrington. So he's
0: these, yeah, he, he's not. We always kind of looked at him as like another homegrown because he came through the New York system, but right. he's not, he was never their guy right uh, Josh Yarrow was never their guy exactly was never their guy so you talked about these young guys and where they came from it shouldn't make a difference Keegan, you Keegan don't think was, but it
1: does it does sort of make a difference I guess yeah I
0: mean I guess it does but there's also more riding on them to you know commit to the guys that came through their academy and make sure that they yeah. you, you know are the guys going forward it's much easier to cut ties with a guy like Josh Yarrow and say like well you know he was a nice young prospect but we also got him at age 22 and we didn't he came um, to the college ranks. He wasn't an academy kid for us. I was Number like Josh two pick was a number a little... two pick in a draft. Uh, I, I know, I know, I know. Well, that would I mean, be like
1: a number one pick in a draft for getting how to shoot free throws, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I've, had enough, I've had enough of that over the last twenty-four hours. I don't You've even only written like
1: ago. twelve stories in two days. I think I think you need to add a couple. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure there'll be plenty more to come with the Markel. Uh, the saga continues but, with that. But uh, you know, I mean, I guess my my initial reaction when I when I Looked over that press release. And I saw all, all the roster moves. and I don't think they got anything wrong. No. Now I don't know what did what did Ernst and Jim say yeah, about I mean, Fabini? So they said they're negotiating with. Yeah, Fabinho. they said negotiating. I actually asked
1: about the three other guys: McCarthy, creval and, and Ray, Ray Gaddis. It sounds like the tricky part there is they'd probably like to bring at least some of them back. But John McCarthy said wants to play. Yeah, he's been a backup for a while. See, I, I was under the I think it's a good thing for John McCarthy because he gets to be the backup in his hometown, plus he gets to play for
0: uh, Bethlehem. So yeah, I, I,
1: I thought he'd like that, but uh, but obviously he wants to be an, an MLS guy. So um, that's an easy decision there. If John one.
0: wants to play somewhere, let him go. You find let a him backup go, yeah. goal, goalkeeper yeah. anywhere.
1: It will yeah. be too bad to lose him because he's kind of like the perfect backup. He gets along well with Blake. I think whoever yeah. you bring in should be a kind of a, a veteran guy, because Blake uh, could be gone part of the summer with um, Jamaica. Um, someone, yeah, that's true. Yeah, someone right. who like gets yeah, right. along pretty well with Blake. Yeah, uh, that's important. So, yeah, I mean that'll be tough to lose him. But um, and then Crevella, I think, Ernst said has a contract offer from someone else
0: so to that's not that's not him, that's let not let a, him take yeah that's up, not a yeah. huge
1: loss you have jones there no um, you got
0: you got to move on
1: from guys i'm well, right. sorry what did he what uh how yeah, ray, ray? and gaddis like, he didn't say much about they think he said
0: it's a similar situation so okay well Gattis, I'll, I'll answer the i'll yeah. answer the question then you, you move on from yeah. all three of those guys yeah uh, you just it's it's nothing against ray something against warren something against john mccarthy but you know you're trying to move this team forward We're talking about fringe guys here who have been around for a while we know that they're not really the answer going forward um you know Ray Gaddis, I think reached his limit as a right-footed guy being asked to play on the left and yeah. he had a nice a Which nice, he did several seasons yeah <laughs> yeah you know and look Ray had a nice career and he d- he developed into a 1v1 uh defender who could do some things but you know but Alejandro Bedoya comes out after the playoff loss and he says well you know we're a flawed team we got a right back playing left back that didn't notice that you know i that don't know i don't know if that's a shot i don't know if he's taking a shot at anybody specifically or if it's at jim and ernie or if it's at ray himself or he's just pointing something out in general but you you can nothing against ray you can do much better you can do better yeah you know and, and they, they had, like, matt, like well, they matt with matt real real. coming through to possibly win you that know, and that they job. tried to get they tried to give it to matt real earlier in the season and he wasn't yeah ready for it but now yeah. he could be ready or
1: they could bring in a, a a good left back for a change which they haven't they haven't really done i mean fabinho has been pretty good but they haven't brought in a like a standout left back yeah. since like jordan harvey left probably so, i just I
0: mean, so, so what so then what what are they why are they still in negotiations with with fabi then i mean he's 33 he's gonna be 34 i mean, I mean he barely played this re- year
1: i mean if you look at other brazilians like fred and kleberson they kind of set them up with academy jobs i mean is it possible they want to bring him back for one year to be like a locker room guy and kind they of transition do, yeah, him they do to a like coach? him in that way don't they yeah i yeah. think may, i mean i says i don't know anything i think if you wanted to transition him into a coach i mean i think he'd probably be pretty good at it he, he has a he has a good disposition about it yeah him, so. yeah
0: he's kind of you know fabi kind of reminds me how many brazilians of you up. want down at ys <laughs> <laughs> open a brazilian district yeah, rio the, oh. rio north uh <laughs> I, I don't you know I mean, Fabi's got a little bit of TJ McConnell in him, not like in the way, not in an <laughs> on-court way, but like he's very, like he seems to be very well liked he's, behind the scenes. He's, and he's they, always, they, they, they like, like the him happiest guy in the world. Yeah. If you see him, if yeah. You,
1: if you look at his like Instagram, he's just he's very happy to be yeah, alive. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. It's now, nice to have that around,
0: I think. No, he's not gonna come on the court to the to a roaring round of applause or anything or you know, I uh, would annoy the hell out of Kemba Walker or anything like that. But uh <laughs> it's it's something to think about. No, I mean I think you just gotta move on from those guys. I mean, I thought you should have moved on from those guys last year. You, know, you got Derek Jones where Warren is. You got Matt Real where Ray is. Yeah, you have you're going to have other stuff in the pipeline for where John McCarthy is. So I, you can't be yeah. splitting hairs over them.
1: And then the other uh, guy on the list, obviously, uh, uh, Borak, yeah. uh, Doshkal. It doesn't sound good, to be honest. He didn't really say that, but the Chinese team wasn't um, relegated, which plays a part in it. They might want him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Borak mm-hmm. says he would want to play in um, Europe. His family, I think, is more comfortable in the Czech Republic or near the <laughs> Czech Republic. So it sounds like he might be a one year guy. If he is to stay one year in a league and win the MLS um,
0: assist crown, that's kind of impressive. <laughs> it is, um, but but you realize how I mean. Think about how ridiculous this sounds. We were we were sitting here at this very same time last year in this very same exact place talking about how important it was for them to get a number ten. That's right. all it was. And you they got and CJ. They finally found one. CJ coming off a million and now goals. He <laughs> got Madunia, you got this. You finally go get the number ten. Then, he yeah. scored. He he bags the most assists in the league, and then he wants to fuck off back to Europe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't blame him like if you the to name back, of the podcast fucking off back to Europe. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty good let me write name that of down. the episode I don't, I don't know if i want to put i don't I, i'm fine with the with no, the profound we get the explicit no, label on everything but i don't know if i want to put it in the uh yeah. in the title that's you know r- that's a ridiculous there may idea. be some children listening to the podcast nah. which i don't advise, that, that would be but, a terrible idea yeah i uh, your kids <laughs>
1: If you're in the car with the kids, change the, change the channel to some music.
0: Episode number sixty four. Fucking off back <laughs> to Europe. Um, it, I, like if he wants to go back, that's fine. I mean, he he he's captain the Czech Republic not long ago. Yeah. Obviously, he still got something to the tank. Yeah. The China thing didn't work out. Philadelphia was a stopgap for him to kind of remedy a bad situation. I guess he enjoyed his year over here, and he's going to go back to yeah. where he's comfortable. It happens well, all the. All the yeah. you, you can't waste your time then. You shouldn't waste another second on that. As soon as he says to you, I want to go back to Europe, yeah. thanks for your services to you. Here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing, then, Matt DeGeorge kind of touched on an oppressor and he. He wrote about considering how hard it's been for this team to find a 10. They got Borak, <laughs> before that, it was Alberg, yeah. it was Elsino for a minute. They just had so much trouble. Yeah. Do you yeah. think they should really count on finding a player like Borak who would fill the number 10 role? Or given the fact that they're going to be more flexible, change the f- they have formation with two uh, strikers, would you rather go after a different kind of player? Because yeah, it's just uh, if you're banking the whole yeah. like offseason on finding the perfect guy at the number 10, it could be, like, another, like, Roland Albrecht situation where they get the wrong guy and it kind of derails the whole thing. And then thing. what? Yeah. So.
0: I, yeah, I mean, look, I even said it last year. I'm like, you know, if you're having so much trouble finding the number 10 of the future, uh, yeah. just don't play with it. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. don't
1: have to play with it. And, and the they might ten. not anymore because Ern- <laughs> Ernst talked a lot about changing the formation, going with two uh, forwards, uh, Fafa kind of going more inside. So
0: so is that your biggest – was that your biggest – Take, take home yeah. from the, from the press conference was his talk about because it was for me, yeah. Th- not just so. that, but in in general, how he talked about the need to be more tactically flexible, um, to not be you know as predictable. Like he said, you know, they know we're playing four yeah. two three yeah, one. That, that, that was, was big the biggest thing, yeah.
1: and it was nice to hear, and it put some pressure on uh, Jim, which I guess we should talk about Jim at some point. Um,
0: well, why don't we start? Why don't we then start with that because, okay. you know, fifteen wins. 50 points you know season you know single season records for the team right now they also had 14 losses and they also had they also did not advance any further in the US Open Cup than they have in the past mm-hmm. they did not advance any further in the playoffs than they ever have before so what is what is the <laughs> you yeah, know you could really make a compelling case on on both sides of it and I'm not I'm not hedging here i'm not trying to sit on the fence like i know i know i've been very hesitant to like come out and say yes keep jim around or no fire him um but the fact of the matter is that he got this team to the most wins they've ever had he got them to the most points they ever Mm -hmm. had he doesn't have the talent of seattle or portland or new york city or whatever uh but he also did not advance them any further in this in the categories that really matter yeah. So what's, what I side mean, of the fence do you want to be on? It's, you know?
1: it's really interesting. I wrote this in The Athletic as a column. There's a big perception divide between what people think of Jim around the country and around Philly. Mm-hmm. People around the country, if you hear them, are like, yeah, he did a great job. He finished fourth in the MLS Coach of the Year voting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But people in the city are pissed. And I I was, I was trying to figure out why this is. And I think, you know, people outside the city don't think much about the um, union. So when they see the union from afar, yeah. <laughs> uh, with uh, two teenagers at a center back and they're like winning on the road like at uh, Seattle they're rattling off all these road wins they're like wow this coach must be doing a pretty good job is there's no one on this team I'm like frightened of they're playing teenagers yeah and they're picking up a big win so I think that's why he's kind of well respected Um, from the Philly angle I mean I understand why Philly fans are pissed it's a lot of the stuff you said like they haven't reach that next level yet and it's not all curtains fault but if they're not going to get any big time players they should at least get a coach who has kind of a championship pedigree
0: well the national um, yeah i mean the national thing is interesting because they're not wrong i mean we they see that he doesn't have a ton to work with and he's doing a good job with it relative to what he has right we have also acknowledged that a million times yeah. It's just, but we feel, don't, we don't, we, we don't want, we want more than right. that. We're not satisfied. It, exactly. Really, you know? People
1: outside of the city think the union are just kind of an afterthought. People in yeah. the city are like, why should that be? It's the big market team. We should be a big market club. And the fact that yeah. we're just kind of being complacent with everything, with the roster and with our coach that pisses people
0: off. And I understand that. Well, you'd I, like, you'd say, it's like the same reason that you had that same divide with, with Andy Reed. Or people from the outside said 10 wins, 11 wins, you know, playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. And mm-hmm. Eagles fans said, yeah, we don't disagree with that, but we don't – we want the next thing. You know, you got to get over the hump. Yeah. You know, and over, getting over the hump for Andy Reid was winning the Super Bowl. Getting over the hump for Jim is winning a playoff game or winning the U.S. Open Cup. You know, right. he's 0-3 in the U.S. Open Cup final. He's 0-2 in the playoffs. The other two coaches before him were also 0-2 in the playoffs. You know, this team is 0-7 yeah, in games that really matter. So, I understand what people are saying. Oh, he's doing a nice job. He's doing this. He's doing that. But Philadelphia Union fans don't want a fucking nice job. Right. They want a trophy. They want a playoff win, you know. Yeah. So, you know this as well as I do. I just – Yeah. Well, I mean – So, I, I, I think when you – I think to move it forward then <laughs> – a one-year contract based on, you know, that sort of divide makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's not it's not the best spot for Jim, and he didn't seem overly
1: ecstatic no. in the presser if you kind of watched his by language I don't want to read too much into that, but the last year when, like, Ernie said Jim was coming back, he expressed a lot of thanks, said how grateful he was to Ernie. He didn't mm-hmm, really do the mm-hmm. same kind of thing with Ernst, and then when Ernst was asked, you know, is just we're going to continue on a one-year thing, so, I mean, Jim now is kind of still a lame duck, I guess. Maybe um, I mean, pe- he, ha-
0: he should be happy. He should be happy. He should be happy he's there. coming back. You know? He should be happy
1: he's not fired, but I mean, if he, you can honestly say now, if they don't win a playoff game or win the trophy, he's probably going to fire, or I mean, Ernst in a position now, if they start 0-3 or something, he could fire him. I mean, he's like, Jim is, it seems like now he kind of has a, Hey, a short leash, but
0: he does, and no, co- no coach ever wants to go into that situation where your your future is not assured, you uh-huh. know. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, he's living a charm, he was living a charmed life already. You know, he's the third longest tenured coach in the league, in yeah. the league, behind so, Ben Olsen you know, and Peter Vermees, okay, right? Lepperhalter, no, no, okay. I think he's she, I think he came in shortly, uh, shortly after those guys, but. You know, the point being is that i think we've already reached that point yeah you know like a- anything beyond the, you know last year probably you know if this was europe or it was another team that right. had higher that's expectations the thing. It's, you it's would it's like have
1: been soccer gone. Is so cutthroat but i mean what the with what the union are trying to do and what Ernst said about jim being an, an um an um expert with like a young player development so that's yeah, that's I'm, part I of guess, it i yeah. mean if you see some of the things jim does with the uh, data kind of uh Kind of working with the new uh, scouting department and yeah. the data department, I think he's moving the ball in, in in the right direction, but uh
0: yeah 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 well the only thing the only thing the pressures on we said that before right? the only thing left to do is win you're gonna learn about a lot about Jim as a coach if Ernst asks him to play a different system and to do some things differently you know we're gonna see if he can really you know teach anything besides a four two three one so you're excited to see if he can do it. Yeah, I'm just excited for anything. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, watching 4231 for the, I know people say like, well, sometimes it can look like two strikers and sometimes it can look like this and sometimes it can look like this. That's true, but formations are less about what it specifically looks like on the field and you know, what players are asked to do in specific formations. Like you can have a 442 and a 352 and the strikers will be doing the same damn thing. It's yeah. not going to look anything different that way, but the angles are different, the passing lanes are different, the spacing is different. That's really what it comes down to, you know. Um I, I thought that was probably the most interesting thing. Just some of the notes that like I jotted down from the press conference. I didn't even get to listen to the whole thing. I, I read everybody's articles boring. and it was boring. No, I'm kidding. You read no. all of our
1: Oh, uh, I things. did, believe it or not. All yeah. mine?
0: Yeah. But I, I read all the soccer stuff now because I'm not on the beat, but I don't, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm knee deep in everybody else's basketball and football stuff um, during the day. So I actually, like, what I do when I'm not, like, when I'm off the clock, I read your guys' shit. Oh,
1: that's so sweet. Yeah, because
0: it's leisure to me. It is leisure. 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 He talked about, Um, Ernst talked about transition situations. Mm hmm. Um, and he said, I want us to focus on what we do without the ball. Uh, that to me sounded like a shot at Harris Medunian. You think so? Yeah. And I've heard that. Does he have one that, year left on the was. I heard that. Somebody
1: told me that Ernst was not that hot on Harris Medunian. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're in a tough spot. He's a hard guy not to play. I guess you could play him less this year. And if you. Uh... <laughs> You changed the formation. He's a defensive.
0: And stuff. He's a defensive midfielder that doesn't, doesn't play, defend. Yeah. I mean, in that last game, in that playoff game, I was I was fucking furious when, and I don't even really care, yeah, he, but he, like he pointed when he's sitting here. You know, you had three days to correct that and see what was going wrong. You're, they're, they're, the, New York City is going to take a quick throw. You're going to point your guy off to Mark McKenzie, who already has a guy on him. Yeah, you can't point <laughs> off a guy who is already being you see a 19 a year old 20 year old center back who's already marking somebody on a quick throw you're going to pass off a second guy to him you are the defensive midfield you you're the next line of defense there's nobody else between you who does he expect is going to cover him he did have the uh, best moment of the season
1: though when he took the orange slice from the from DC United no oh, well, so is that what is we're measuring on, the season that's how i measure on, it. you know
0: little little moments Ooh. like that i guess you yeah. but he's but he's <laughs> not he, it it's it just it's just it, it's it's it infuriates me because think about you know the strides that austin trustee and mark mckenzie did and i've said this before on the podcast imagine what they would have been this year if they had ozzy Alonso playing in front of them imagine what they would have been if they He's had DA, diego charlie oh yeah what how old is he now like, Forty, <laughs> <laughs> still yeah. a great player though. Um, imagine if they had Alex Ring or Yaguarera like in front of him. Yeah, I, so yeah, I know. It's this is like what New York City used to do when they had Pierlo there, and he would just run around and pay us off dudes, and they yeah. they'd ping some great balls around and play some great, you know, possession. But when they would break down transitionally, they would just get
1: gashed, yeah. dude. Well, I mean, they could sign more players. They could make him compete for his job. They could bury him on the bench. I mean, it's not unheard of for a guy, I mean, of his pedigree, to kind of earn. Now they extended
0: Harris like right like before Ernie left like a couple months. I think so. Yeah, it was early in the season. Yeah, yeah. See, that's interesting to me. I read that. I maybe not a shot at Harris, but saying like, look, transitionally we're shit. We require a Bedoya who's playing as an eight who's not really needed to come back and put these fires out when we're like backtracking, yeah. you know, and that's just not feasible moving forward with a pair of 19 year old center backs. After the press conference, Ernst said, I hate Harris. So, Oh, did he? No, I'm just kidding. That was on the record. <laughs> um, <laughs> did not say that. Baxter, what are you whining about? Did he see a cat or something?
1: After the press, Ernst did say he's planning to travel to South America, europe and africa all before the holidays so pretty, uh, okay so pretty he's, impressive so he's, he's going looking, everywhere
0: he's looking everywhere except australia asia and Antarctica. Antarctica. And in, okay well let's see what he comes back what does he have against Asia? <laughs> maybe maybe <My> maybe <laughs> in uh for union hulk he'll come back with jim One from each jim jabroni from the That'd seventh, be funny if you just seventh.
1: like plucked a player from each continent it's like i have the south american
0: <laughs> we got this guy from the <laughs> from the Mali seventh division um quote our measure is not developing players it's achieving ranks. oh you in love the that yes so, yes 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 Kevin kevin's he paraded around Fishtown
1: when he heard that daniel uh, he's there riding the daniel brian not gonna yes the uh,
0: yeah. yes <laughs> yes that's what that's what i've been waiting to I keep somebody you, for somebody to say you, that you can't
1: do memes on a podcast
0: uh, well I, I there's like a couple people who listen to wrestling on this thing i'm sure <laughs> mcgovern will know what the hell i'm talking about i know what you mean um uh, yes. Please. Thank you for saying that. Like it, it's not th- this such Ernie, Ernie. I understood that Ernie was just here to to move on to the next job, which apparently is not doesn't seem like he's doing that great a job with. <laughs> so, so far <laughs> uh, um, they have no coach? Uh, is, is that what you need? A coach? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, that's what I want to hear. I want somebody to come out and say you play to win the game. Because it's not. Because what the hell else? You, you know, if if you play to win, if you play to achieve ranks, if you play to who said win that? titles, Denny,
1: Was that Denny Green?
0: No. no, um, that was uh, what's his name? The Arizona State. Now I always forget that we are who we thought they were. Herman Edwards. Edwards. Herman Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Ernst Tanner loves Herm Edwards. <laughs> yeah,
0: Ernst. <laughs> we need to get Ernst Tanner in the room He's with, Herm, uh, with Herm Edwards here. Or maybe they do know each other. You know, um, if Ernie Stewart was close with Billy Bean, I want Ernst Tanner to be close with. Herm Edwards. <laughs> the late not, the late great That's gener- not a good trade off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Billy Bean seems a lot smarter than Herm Edwards. Yeah,
0: Billy like- Bean didn't win shit. So Oh Herm well, Herm Edwards didn't win shit either, but um yes, yeah, so that's what it is. Look, if you if you if uh, if you achieve A, then B will happen. You know, if you win with Austin Trusty and Mark McKenzie, and you bring in good players, they get better, and then guess what? They get called called up to the U.S. national team. Like both, you can do both of those things at the same time. Yeah, that's
1: what they should be doing. <laughs> it's
0: not like, well, we know we're gonna be shit, so we're gonna just try to develop this player. No, make your team good, and that player will also develop, and then you can kill two birds with one stone. Uh, he talked about not having. Oh, he said, uh, Jim did a great job, some tactical, we need some tactical changes and flexibility. I'm not interested in two to three years ago. He said that? Yeah, yeah. This was not during the press conference. This was during. what well, Tannenwald kept one of the exclusive t- little snippets. T- Tannenwald kept pressing him in a press conference. He's like, "It's not your fault, Ernst." But <laughs> this it's t- not your
1: he fault. He kept saying it. I think he watched like I'm Goodwill Hunting right before the presser. But well, I mean, but this he is kept a- saying like, "It's not your fault." But this team has never done this. This team has never spent on a big forward. This team has never so.
0: Well, I mean, that's well, which is okay, true. So the problem then is Sugarman, obviously. But, you know, Ernie was Ernie was kind of combative on that on this angle, too, for a while, because he said, like, well, you know, I wasn't here and whatever with Sekevich or whatever. But that at that time, the fan base wanted to win and was ready to win. They didn't want to hear any more about putting the right processes in place and doing the the right things. And you know setting up the infrastructure and how everything interfaces with them like it's time to win so when i hear him come out and say baxter's licking Sorry, we're having, and, i'm having a moment w- with baxter It's okay could you guys i'll just try uh, to vamp he's
1: leaving
0: it he alone he talked about not having a plan b for when their game isn't working i mean you saw in the houston game when the possession yeah. game wasn't working they didn't have a plan b new york city on a small field against a, a, a physical team they didn't have a plan b um what so the hell like is a that. plan b i've never heard of that I don't know what the plan B is. Uh I don't know what A plan B is. No, I I mean I guess it would just be you know when when Medunian is not able to sort of sit there and ping balls around then what the hell is this team? Yeah. You know, they're not going to – can they break you down? And, and, we. I mean, we saw how horrible they, they were did offensively one, yeah. at the beginning of the year. But they year. did one thing well, the
1: Union, which is not something a lot of other teams can say. So yeah. I, I feel like you have to give them credit for their plan A. But,
0: yeah, it, it obviously wouldn't. There were moments last year, like maybe five or six minutes per game in every win where they were just – Knocking the ball around. Yeah. Like Beautiful bars, soccer. Bars like, what what is something. this? Like, what the hell did this come from?
1: I remember saying like twice watching games, I'm like, what is this team? It was like 40 passes in a row. What like I've never this? seen this before. Yeah. What is what, um, what is the sport they're playing?
0: That's all I jotted down. Uh, what good. else What else did you take away from his press uh, conference or any of the stuff know. that came in? Should we there? take
1: questions? But I feel like a lot of that stuff is stuff oh, okay. people, we people were listening to. Or is yeah. there any other – any other topics you want to tackle first? I don't know. We or went a
0: half hour already. Really? I would just say that the New York City loss was just bullshit, disappointing. Some of the worst crap I've ever watched. I you mean, I understand Jim. I understand what Jim was trying to do with with Warren, and we talked about it. Um, you know, in the days after it, how I just said, okay, I, I just don't think it's really a. You know, you need some bite in the in the middle there. Um, you know, it's just not a game. It's not a field that they're good that they're. Going to be successful on it's a tough place to play so he puts Bedoya on the right and like I was like yeah hey, finally we get to see this but I mean I I just wouldn't you know I think Derek's a better player <laughs> you know yeah like Warren's just not Warren played a really really nice game against Toronto in the 2016 playoff game and that was the cracked rib game do you remember oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah Warren was really really good in that game but but Warren is just not a, a good enough passer to be successful at this level yeah. anymore, not as a defensive midfielder. I mean, he had some really good games in 2016 playing alongside Brian Carroll. Um, I did credit him for, like, ha- trying something. He,
1: like, tried shit too. with Carvalho. It's yeah. just, it just, like, when you're trying something means starting Warren Carvalho. It's like, come in on, that's not going like, to... Yeah, yeah
0: I, I I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, on I one think hand, depth I depth really always
1: gets exposed at the end. Like, Warren Carvalho's a nice player, but to start him in the playoffs, it's tough. Like, Like, Jay Simpson is your guy to be, like, your top guy... Off, off the, the bench, bench after I scoring know, one goal after scoring two goals in like two years i mean it's just hopefully that's that's
0: addressed <laughs> yeah yeah um okay let me sift all right, through do do the basketball takes um yeah if you can find it i got there's all this anthony davis shit on my
1: richard opponent. mcgovern wants to
0: know about the super secret new york trip i think you alluded to that earlier oh yeah uh well, the genesis of that, was I was saying, I don't think I covered anything as crazy as the Markel Fultz thing. Right. On uh, And you mentioned,
1: like, Candy Gate, Free Keon.
0: Yeah, everybody knew what Candy Gate was, right? Because that was public.
1: Yeah, that was... Uh,
0: was that Mwanga? I was Shannon. It was... Um, and they was missed the Keon. flight. They missed
1: the flight because they were getting candy at the airport. At the airport, <laughs> the airport. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they
0: that's what it was. No, everybody knew they missed the flight, but nobody knew what it was for. Yeah. And then it came so I mentioned it. the
1: McInerney trade. Which, uh... Yeah,
0: I think if you ask around, everybody will. People know what happened there, so I don't feel the need to repeat that on here. Uh, the super secret New York trip was members of the Philadelphia Union. How do I want to say this without without outing anybody? Um, members, high ranking members, high rank people involved with the union at a high level had a secret meeting with. Uh, ownership to talk about other high-ranking members of the franchise okay because there was a conflict that could not be resolved is that going in your book yeah, but you know, I sit here and I'm like, I wanna do the book, I wanna do the book. I got the whole thing written, like I have the whole thing uh like a skeleton written out of like what stories I wanna put in into what I'm gonna tell, but I just can't find any time to do it because I sit here and I write like seven stories a day for Crossing Broad. I can't I can't write anymore.
1: Yeah. When I'm done. You,
0: you know, like I've exhausted the entire like well of creativity. I don't wanna like when I get done like writing now, some of these some of these like Sixers and Eagles days for Crossing Broad, I, I just need to do the most uh like the most rudimentary, basic bullshit I can find. Like go out to watch Real Housewives. Watch Real, Real Housewives. Housewives. You know, go turn on the hose and the dog Water my plants for five minutes. Go to the dog park and sit there. Yeah, like I, I'm just like, like I don't have anything left in me. You know.
1: Yeah, but that book. People need to see it. Publishers like all, are like all one thousand. Publishers are, are clamoring yeah, to yeah. get yeah. that book deal. That's the
0: problem. I mean, everybody who listens to the podcast, I'm sure, would love the book. But like, I'm like, no offense. You I can do an audio
1: book. You could turn the podcast into
0: an audio Maybe book that's what the podcast, maybe like every other week I'll just tell, I'll just come on here story. and like, like, you know, drink a few beers and just <laughs> talk and do like a, to tell one story per I'd week. I'd listen to that. Yeah. Well, I did the CJ thing where I just talked for 40 straight uh, minutes yeah. and like got like 1500 people listen to that podcast. Yeah, so. there you go. All right. Uh, anyway.
1: Uh, I think Union Hulk asked, do you want to read it or do you want me to try Yeah, it?
0: I'll, uh, I'll read I'll read you. How come now? I never get to do it? Do you want to read it? I don't know if I can. Oh. Well, then don't say, well, how do I... All right, don't I'll, I'll you get do it. It. All right, you're going to do it? Yeah, okay. I'll do it. All right. Here we go. Of course, can, it's all in capital... Can you know, get through it? <clears throat> it's all in capital letters. Will Philadelphia Union ever spend on good stuffing or forever spend 50 cents on everyday essential cheap-ass stuffing? You know. Also, it's time that you beauties explain to your hulky how close Rene Muhlenstein got before the team decided to go with Jim Jim. Also, whatever happened to Eve Six? They had a hit, a hashtag hit. Uh, yeah, what Eve Six... Man, Here's to here's to the night or something right uh i think no their big hit was was was, uh i would i would uh swallow my pride i would choke on the run was that them yeah
1: i think they a long time Mm -hmm. ago okay
0: yeah um uh, why did okay so let me do the first one are they ever going to spend on good stuffing no no you're going to get the shitty stuffing yeah but that shitty stuffing is still pretty good is it I mean, what they used in Wawa's gobblers? Because
1: I I've been enjoying those, and I'm sure it's not like quality stuffing. Uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know if I want to know. Um, wh- how close did Rene Muhlenstein get? He they, got really.
1: Close. They hired him as a consultant. Do you, what do you want? Yeah, what else do you home want?
0: Home. <laughs> no. Um. The the story. The way the story goes is that like Nick and some others wanted Renee to be the head coach, with Jim being his number two, and Richie Graham and others wanted Jim to be the coach. And they ended up going with Jim, I think, because he was like local and cheaper, and it just made more sense to do it that way. And then after that happened, Renee fucked off back to Europe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Matt Thornton. Oh,
1: man, you need to take the starting lineup of the U and compare each player to a dish for Thanksgiving, which got a lot of likes. People want us to do this. But I mean, you can't put us on the spot like this. I'm going to need like 5,000 words a few months. (laughs) Uh, and I'll give you a feature. Look yeah. at this dirt that I'm tripping. Uh, that's a good question. Harris uh, Harris Madunian Who's a turkey? That would be the. No. The turkey's the key to the dinner. It's in the middle of the table. That's got to be Bedoya, kind of holding things together. <laughs> he's, the um, he's, the center, he's the centerpiece. He's the He's the centerpiece of the team. Harris the Stuffing is the, the best dish. So that would be uh, that would be Blake. The stuffing is the best dish. I think
0: so. You don't think so? You don't like stuffing?
1: What the is wrong no, with you? I mean, like, you better fuck that, off back to
0: Europe. Is that your? Favorite? <laughs> Is that your fa Is that what you look forward to the most? Yes. Of Thanksgiving, the stuffing. Yes. What do you look forward to the most? Not stuffing. Name
1: name one food you like. Why are we arguing?
0: Um. Well, I mean, everybody makes different stuff, but like, I would rather have like you know, like my family makes like sweet potatoes. I'd rather have the turkey than the damn stuffing. Like, <sighs> I mean, it, it all <laughs> goes together: the turkey, the stuffing, the gravy, the potatoes. I guess. I guess. uh I've never had a wawa we, we gobbler. Do, like, we do like mac and cheese and stuff like that too. Um, I think Harris Mcdune is the cranberry sauce because it's really like uh, solid and it's hard to move. Like, <laughs> you <go> to <laughs> it's kind of like a uh, and like you wanted the to be consistency sweet, but of it is very slow. <laughs> and you want it to
1: be sweet and delicious, but it's not always like what, not always what you're hoping for. Yeah,
0: it's just sort of there. Yeah, yeah it doesn't move around that much.
1: Who's who's the who's the like uh, the uh, roll like the uh, good dinner roll? Corey Burke.
0: I get, I why are you spend. laughing <laughs> this is a very serious question know. how do you compare how do you compare food to I don't know the guy I'm not, the really question. A I'm not really a Thanksgiving guy oh here we go yeah. we got to the bottom of it no I just like mashed potatoes to me mashed potatoes are are bland <laughs> turkey's good but it's not like my a favorite gravy. like meat whatever gravy okay. so what do you do on Thanksgiving if you don't eat all day uh, like have you seen me? I weigh like 160 <laughs> pounds. I don't I don't have really, that I don't really eat that much to yeah. begin with. I'm more, I'm more of like a, like a, um, eat to live, not live to eat. kind okay. of. Okay. You know, so right? like, what do you do? Just watch football? Yeah. Watch football. Like I eat turkeys, throw some mashed potatoes in there, throw some mac and cheese. My aunt makes this really good, like sweet potato, um, like mix that has like candied like walnuts and shit on it yeah and a couple like a little that's couple solid. marshmallows on the top there yeah that sounds like a fava good people. desserts man i like like <laughs> pump pumpkin <laughs> pie and shit like that you know um but i don't i don't look like, I, like, I don't look that sounds like a to or McKenzie. i don't look forward to thanksgiving like oh i keep me man, i can't wait to eat like stuffing like you do which is just like <sighs> bread and bullshit i don't even know what the hell is bread, it's bread and bullshit yeah. <laughs> that's why it's so good sorry we'll get we'll answer that one it's a Sorry, next, Matt Thornton. I didn't realize it Kevin was a, good was a question. Thanksgiving no, hater. Matt, listen, Matt. Matt, Matt, a good... Matt, Matt, you deserve better. <laughs> it's a good you, question. Kevin
1: just hates Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> All right. Craig. Why do critic, Curtin's critics point to his 1.2 points per game average, 0 and 5 record in meaningful games, lack of in-game adjustments, tactical flexibility, squad rotation? Without acknowledging he's a nice dresser. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're leaving out the important things, aren't and they? And he's a Philly guy. It's cherry picking. That's like how all these analytics dudes pick whatever stat they want to say yeah. to tell a story, you know? Um, Andrew Dillon says, how do you pronounce P-E-C-A-N? Is it pecan or pecan? That's a good question. I think it's pecan, right? I don't think it's either one of those, right? I say pecan, yeah. Yeah, pecan. Pecan it's not pie. P- well, I, I say pecan. Pecan pie. Pecan. That's a great question. I think my grandfather used to eat pecan pie uh i don't yeah why do they point to that i don't know they just pick whatever they want to say to to twist their narrative like the fake news media you know did you go back to the pre-pecan question uh no but russ had a uh, yeah, yeah yeah uh but russ had a question too russ from crossing broad
1: uh mitchell dan Dignac hey. asked thoughts on picole as a striker um oh, whoa, whoa which is what Ernst talked about. Do you like Pico there as a striker?
0: Well, I mean, that's he played some of that like early, yeah, I like mean, when I... he came here he was a tweener. Like we weren't really sure if they were cuz he he's just like everywhere you saw him play before they kind of just like listed him as a forward. You so, know, he played some striker, he played some on
1: the wing. He's an exciting guy in the wing, though. I wouldn't want to take that away. Like because, he's like, got a lot
0: of speed. Are you gonna? Yeah, is he gonna be able to like, use that. And like
1: one on one versus fullbacks in the wing, I feel like is where he's kind of at his
0: best. So, if, you uh, get, if you get, if you if you play two strikers, then yeah, you then can have fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't like him as a striker. Oh, absolutely. By himself. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, because he, he would no get hold- clawed. You know, you can't ask him to go bang with two centerbacks and do all that kind of stuff. But I could see him sliding through, making some nice diagonal runs, stuff like that. He's a decent enough finisher, but I, I don't know if i don't know how clinical or how precise he is right now i still think he's he still you know gives gives off this vibe of kind of being like an inconsistent shooter inconsistent winger who's got a ton of like pure athleticism i don't i don't know
1: and he missed the big know. pk
0: yeah i don't know how polished his game is i don't know like what if his finishing quality you know is next level let me read this one from russ um long time listener first time caller thanks Russ. <laughs> um do you think tanner is going to encourage curtin to deploy multiple formations i don't know i don't know about multiple formations but just something different um Biggest disappointment: Noguera and Doshkal departure, or Markel Fultz?
1: <laughs> oh, definitely Fultz. Fultz is the number yeah. one pick. Noguera and Doshkal are just guys you pluck from Europe. Who? Well, which?
0: Let me. Well, let me. Let me do this then. What's wh- which? Which Union departure was more disappointing: Vince Noguera or Boric Doshkal?
1: I mean, Vince was tough as it was the middle of the season. Yes. it kind of derailed that year a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doshkal. I guess probably the better player, although N- N- Noguera was probably secretly a top ten Union player all time. Yeah, I think the quietly. timing of
0: it makes makes Vince's departure more. Yeah, it was right in the middle of the season. Nobody saw it coming. I mean, he was signed here. He had been here for a couple of years. It wasn't like everybody kind of knew that Doechang's situation made him always kind of a fringe dude. Anyway, you know, like yeah. he just ended up here because that was the best situation for it for him. It wasn't like he said i want to be in the united states and i want to like play for the philadelphia union i wanted this and that like it, ju- it just it 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 i'm, I'm, sh- I'm not saying he didn't want to be here that he was an asshole or anything like that because i don't think he was but this we is the situation team that saved that him made... from china yeah yeah he needed
1: someone to save him from china
0: yeah, and the like, union please were, get union me out of volunteer. here yeah that's what it was
1: austin says is the bimbo sponsorship officially over any Legitimate new sponsors rumored. I think this is a bigger topic than most admit. I truly feel Union would sell more merch if they had no shirt sponsor or literally any other company. I, mean, I haven't heard anything about it. How many more years they have in the Beambo deal? Is like, it's still it's I think still it's like one or two. One right? more, isn't it? Just well, it was a five. It's five year. to start and then five more.
0: No, I think it was four to start and then five. Right. So 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, and then they renewed in 2015, 16, 17, 18. I think this is the last year, right? Yeah, could be. They're Wawa. getting $2.4 a year in this. Wawa, Comcast, or bust. Yeah. I mean, we would love, wouldn't would we love to have Wawa? But there's not enough money there, and there's no reason for them to do it. You know, It's got to be a gambling company. It's got to be. Look, uh, sports, sports betting is going to be legal in Pennsylvania. Well, I think they just may, or there's new sports books coming to think Pennsylvania so. or something or anyway they're on they're on track. It's gonna happen, right? Um, Fandle. Do you think Crossing Broad would do it? CrossingBroad.com. Crossing, crossing you, Broad Sports. You you LLC. Do <laughs> I don't Can't think we would it? do it. But I mean, think about think about all the. My, I mean, I, I read a story the other day where people placed five hundred million dollars in bets in New Jersey. Yeah. last month, or quarter or something like that. There's a lot of money for for them to for those companies to put on there, you know. Would you would you buy a sense. Union jersey that said DraftKings on the front of it? Sure. It's probably
1: not the greatest thing for kids, I guess, but it's no, fine. I don't know. But
0: they say they do it all it's over better Europe. That, it's yeah. better than Bimbo, I guess. Yeah. Uh la, 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 la. Gonzalez says who needs recontracted? Who needs recontracted <laughs> of the out of contract players? any you see catching on to other teams, biggest re signing mistake, prioritize areas of need. That's Yay. way too many questions. Areas of need there going forward. There are no follow ups here. Areas of need going forward. Left back. Striker.
1: Mm-hmm number
0: 10, uh, a backup if, goalie. If yeah. Backup goal. Probably
1: some central midfield depth. If you're just having Jones as the only guy behind Bedoya and, and Harris, maybe one more guy. If mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: So is that going to be the whole off season thing? Striker, DP striker.
1: I mean the, the main, yeah, the main positions are any attack, right? Is the,
0: you have Blake at goalie, you
1: have the defense kind of mm-hmm. set with all the homegrowns. You, you have Bedoya and Harris there. So, you got to shore up the attack. you got to get at least one big-name guy in, and then, and then
0: just kind of round out the rest, right? Um, Aiden says, what is the specific financial situation that prohibits the team from scouting, agreeing to, and signing contracts prior to the absolute last minute? Just, I don't think it's anything specific. I think nah, it's there's cheap fucks. It, yeah, yeah. It,
1: it's just the union kind of yeah. doing things the wrong way is – that killed Doshka's like first month. It's
0: just they knowing that they have to absolutely nail every single thing that they do. Cause it's, if yeah. they mess up, they don't have yeah. m- the margins to, you know, I
1: think Ernst, they can't just, I think sing. Tannenwald asked Ernst about that too. And he was kind of like, yeah, we're we're going to try to fix that.
0: I, think, I, so. I really loved the quote where he said, yeah, I, I talked to ownership and the resources are okay. Yeah, they're, they're fine. <laughs> what the? Fuck? I'll deal with it. <laughs> they're Okay.
1: I'm Mike Mars I'd like to get Herbers back Lamar Nagel would be interesting I don't think Herbers is coming back because if you remember last year at this time they didn't pick up his option and then brought him back on like a one year thing so I think he kind of lost his chance because he was getting yeah, time yeah. earlier in the year he's, he was, had, yeah, he's yeah. had his chances I mean
0: I, I liked Herbers too I thought he was a nice player but uh now at any point here, did th- they didn't say anything about three five two? Right, this is just me pushing my agenda on everybody.
1: They did. Right? Uh, okay. They mentioned the two strikers. I think they mentioned I, the two strikers. I don't okay. think they're going to do three center backs. But then. A- then it's you, hard to teach and then you have no
0: backup center backs to is one problem. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to teach three, five, two is hard to teach, you know, and I like said, I four, think- two, three, one team. And you've played like that for forever. It's a lot easier to go from four, two, three, one to like a four. Yeah. four two. I
1: just think you want your yeah. best players on the field and Jack Elliott with trusty and McKenzie, I think, I don't think gives you your best, most exciting team out there. Well, here's
0: what, so the, the one that I came up with was Matt Real, Austin trusty, Jack Elliott, Mark McKenzie, Keegan Rosenberg, yeah, I'm, in front of Andre Blake. You put Madunian in in front of him, in front of them, and then the triangles flipped, and you have Bedoya and Derek Jones playing in front of them. DP Striker and, and Pico. That's no Burke. Now I'm not that high on Corey. Uh, to me, uh, honestly, like I think Corey Burke's just a guy. I think yeah, I think uh, you, you have know? to be
1: careful with both Burke and yeah, Pico because these are guys in their mid twenties who scored ten goals for the first time, and I I think if you're counting on those. Either of those guys to score ten goals next year. I think I think Corey is just for like CJ. A rude awakening. I,
0: I think Corey is just CJ 2.0. You know, he, he's a he's a nice he player, had a nice run, yeah. But I don't I don't think you I don't think like he's yeah. your guy. Going I think if you go him. into next year is
1: Corey is your like primary forward off the bench, I think that's gonna be good.
0: Yeah, I would try to trade either him or CJ. Honestly, um, yeah, it does seem three re- fi- it does seem redundant. Heaven, See, the three five two it, like. I think that three five two is I kind of I kind of look at what number one Chile has has run it most successfully on their national team. Uh, Juventus in twenty twelve is sort of the blueprint that I use for a lot of that because when you when you had a guy like I, I look at wh- how Juventus used Pirlo in twenty twelve and I see a lot of similarities in Harris Medunian and you know here's a. Deep lying playmaker pings the ball around, doesn't really defend, doesn't really have any interest in defending. So, when you have three center backs behind him, three good passing center backs, too, and you can flare out Trusty and you can flare out McKenzie, um, that takes a lot of the defensive responsibility off of Harris Medunia. And yeah. Ernst is talking about transitionally, we're getting killed. You're not going to get killed transitionally when you got three center backs and you have Jones and Bedoya both going box to box. Now, how do you replace Boric calls creativity and his assists and stuff like that? I don't know how you do it in that formation. Um, but I've always, I always liked when we played three, five, two in Casa league because you had a lot of flex, you know, moving up the wings. Um, and we were able to, to very easily flood different zones of the field by, by pushing numbers. Where, Where did you diff- play in a three,
1: five, two?
0: I played right center back or I played right wing back and right wing back was really hard. That is hard um, because I'm not – it's very hard to go from playing like center back to like playing exclusively along the sidelines because you're yeah, not used wi- to operating in those spaces. And playing a wing back seems like a tough ask of Matt Real, to be honest, like kind of learn. It is, but he's got a decent left foot, um, and you don't have to do as much defending because when, when you're playing three five two, you go from 3 to 4 to 5 at the back. Fluidly throughout a game. You know, if, if a guy – if Matt Real pushes up on the left, generally what you do is you drop the far side wing back, back to the line, and then you have a line of four. You still have a line of four, but it's just, you know, weighted based on which, which wing back is moving forward. Um, the other way we did it was you just drop the defensive midfielder back in, um, and one of the two guys in front of him sort of cycles through. Like Juventus always did this with Arturo Vidal – and uh, Claudio Marchisio, where they were both guys who could sort of, like, go forward or back and kind of plug holes where they needed to. And so Juventus was always able to kind of just – have numbers all over the field. I, it's it's hard to teach. I mean, it's really hard to teach. Um, but Ernie was of the mindset that, well, these guys are dumb as a box of rocks. And <laughs> <laughs> Ernie seems to think that they actually his could, exact do, quote. could do something better. So I don't, why the hell not? Speaking yeah. of Ernie, Baxter, G- me
1: Gonzalez me. asked, is the biggest turkey of the season Ernie Stewart's handling of the USMNT coaching hire? <laughs> and as someone on a union beat, Baxter. why should anyone be confident in a good resolution? He's actually looking in your face um i'm getting mauled
0: yeah i mean ernie's not looking too good right now i mean when you ha- when you have the well it, t- it, t- it took you know it took us a year to get here with this
1: i mean i sort of understand that at some point what after for? ernie was hired he's taking some time i mean i guess you want Burhalter halter to be able to finish the season with the crew is it is it that is i don't know is it that urgent to like get him before
0: the playoffs for columbus and gonna let tata martino go to mexico yeah, I don't know. That's... I
1: mean, I I do still think Berhalter makes the most sense. I mean, I was thinking beforehand Ooh. like Marsh, Vermees, and Berhalter would all be good options. But, but then Marsh went to Europe. Are you listening or playing yeah, with yeah, Baxter? No. No, I am, I'm I am. making a very serious point about the future of soccer in our no, country. No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs>
0: okay, but I I don't look. I I like the I I like the concept of Greg Ber 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 Ber. Ber, Ber. <laughs> That's cor- <laughs> the correct pronunciation. Everyone We're else does 15- it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thanksgiving <laughs> Eve. Greg Halter. I, I like the fact that he does know the MLS player. He understands the I, MLS player. And if, if and he, he has theoretically he's he's a good coach. Theoretically, he would be able to to know how to get the most out of those guys. Because they're inevitably going to be part of what you do, right? Uh, do I think he's as good a coach as Tata Martino? No. Do I think he's as good as... Uh, Joe Schmo from Europe? Probably not. But uh, <laughs> he's worse than a made-up coach <laughs> from Europe. <laughs> that's, that's such
1: a Euro snob statement to make. No, he's the guy? He's like worse than any coach. He's the guy
0: who was the national team coach of somebody? Now he's at Leeds. Bielsa. Uh, like I wouldn't. I don't think he's as good as him. I don't. You know. I think that the average Premier League coach probably. <laughs> would do a better job um i don't know i'm so bored with the national team it really has been sad like i used to love watching
1: u.s national team games but these last two games against italy and england it was really hard to pay attention all right let's
0: fire through this because it's like getting dark outside yeah
1: we got a comment from sam happy thanksgiving to both of you and thanks for putting the podcast out for all of us what What a sweet thanks man what what a sweet guy
0: and his profile
1: picture is uh lane
0: johnson with the underdog no we appreciate that man thank you yes and happy thanksgiving to everybody else as well um big mac even though kevin hates it yeah i hate thanksgiving but happy thanksgiving (laughs) uh big mac in delaware first thoughts and tanner's plan for the u yeah we kind of went over that um ej says isn't the usoc final thing an unfair criticism of Curtin because of the moving goalposts? uh like if he lost in the semifinals all three times would that be better for his reputation no, I think it's just saying that you can't win the that he can't win. Yeah, the big
1: one. but I, I think it's a fair point too because if he hadn't gotten to the finals of like two of these, then you probably wouldn't count it yeah. like against him as much. Yeah, like if he lost in the first round like, in like two of the three years, you know.
0: I mean, I understand what you're so, just saying. It's not a bad point at all. Like it's, it's so getting to the final isn't an, is an achievement. In it's an achievement that he got to three
1: finals. But yeah, yeah, I mean, the biggest concern is that the team the
0: narrative is always going to be that he can't. They can't win, win the win big game, their, and they were not favored to win it against Seattle. And they they still played well against Seattle and Kansas really well.
1: City. The, both those games that he got the most out of his team. I feel like they yeah, just,
0: I don't think they were favored in. They I got mean, they I mean, weren't favored home. in the first two. I mean,
1: Seattle was. The, that Seattle team was one of the best ever. That KC team was good, and they lost in a shootout. Yeah, so I don't think you put much
0: more on that. John says, uh, Thoughts on Curtain's one-year deal. Um, the Extra Time Radio guys seem to be pretty divided on how much that affects player impressions uh, on a lame duck coach and how many risks such a coach would be willing to take. Yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about that earlier. It's hard to, like, like how... How how much confidence does a coach have in himself when he's only got a one-year thing and he knows that the sporting director is looking over yeah. his shoulder the whole time? But again, all we all he really has to do is just try to execute what the guy wants him to do. We know that that's the story. Yeah. Okay. It's not like, hey, we're giving you a one-year thing. Go do whatever the hell you want to do. We're giving you one year to try to do what I want to do. Yeah. So I think if Jim is understanding of that, which I'm, I'm, of course he is, then you just have to look at the situation and on a on a short time frame like that. That's yeah. all it really is, you know. Uh,
1: Gonzalez, will the steel ever end up back in Bethlehem? I'm not so sure about I mean, that. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah, for those who don't know, they're playing this year at uh, at uh, at Talent Energy because they are no longer permitted to play at uh, Lehigh's uh, field because there's no lights by uh, by USL and I they guess. can't find anything else. To be honest, I don't know how much they want it. Like. The front office guys—they only really care about getting these guys minutes and like developing players. So the idea of them playing in Bethlehem or Chester—I um, don't think it means as much to them. I mean, I do feel bad for the fans mm-hmm. in Bethlehem. I feel bad. It's—it's it's an important name still, the Bethlehem Steel. Um, it's mm, yeah. the best team ever, and they kind of took it for themselves, and they didn't really do much in the community. They tra- trained in Chester. The,
0: How could you do? Anything I mean, yeah so, anyway,
1: yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't I, I, I just don't know how much Bethlehem. of a priority it is for them.
0: No, Beth and Bethlehem was Nick's thing too. It was Yeah, I, it wasn't and Tim's and thing. And I thought it was a good idea at
1: the time. I just don't know how much it made sense when you're training here and you're if you're just traveling an hour away for games, you're not really a home team. It it felt like road games for them sometimes yeah. because they're getting on a bus mm-hmm. and they don't live there, they don't practice there, they, they're not in the community there. Yeah, no, they you're just right. play there.
0: You're right. You're right. Yeah um la, 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 la. Uh, big mac has a couple here favorite beer for thanksgiving day it has to be an ipa no it's anything but an ipa <laughs> <laughs> um Dude. my dad and my uncles are probably just drinking like actually go actually have, to, or I actually have to pick
1: up beer now i was asking what we need to bring for thanksgiving and they said they're they're good on everything except beer so uh
0: evil so genius me, makes a really good seasonal around this time of the year it is um uh, it's called I'll Have What She's Having. It's a Im- chocolate hazelnut imperial stout, 9 point whatever percent alcohol. I was pretty lit up off of that uh, on Saturday night. Nice. I don't drink at the first place we go because I have to dr- we have to drive then to my in-law's place. We spend half of our Thanksgiving day just driving anyway. We drive an hour out to one suburb. We drive an hour to the next suburb. Then we drive an hour home. Nice. So, yeah, and then we eat some stuffing on the in the <laughs> We have more yeah. Thanksgiving questions. Really? Ezra's bagel,
1: Brista. Would you rather have small servings Brista. of uh Brista Would <laughs> you rather have small servings of various Thanksgiving foods that change each year for for the rest of your life or two huge helpings of two Thanksgiving foods each year for the rest of your life? I'm confused. Too tired of
0: He's now. It's a good question. Um, would you rather have two like big things that you like, or I'd have a, rather have a bunch of different stuff? Yeah, because I don't. Again, I don't like. Okay, turkey. Again, or whatever. Kevin hates Thanksgiving. Mashed potatoes, whatever. Dude, you can go to. Can that be the name of the
1: of this episode? Kevin hates Thanksgiving, <laughs>
0: <laughs> or fuck off back to Europe. Fuck oh, off back to Europe. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's what I feel like doing on Thanksgiving.
1: Uh, best fly shoe fly
0: or pumpkin. Nice. Pumpkin. More successful nobody, future. Nobody in Philly, shoe. a Com Who or, or full. <laughs> that's actually more fair than the other. Who eats shoe fly pie? I don't think a shoe fly pie has been made or eaten yeah. since like 1965. Um, com or full. Fo- that's a boyer town. A Com um, still has
1: a chance. There's there's an outside shot a Com gets gets back. Yeah, there's an
0: outside shot at that.
1: Hey Baxter, welcome back. Did you say hi to mom? George said, "Did Ernie actually travel hey. to scout players like Ernst will be doing?" You want to say anything on the podcast? Oh yeah, here we go.
0: Guest. This is my what You got to talk to the <laughs> mic, babe. Come on.
1: Hi, everyone. It's Baxter's mom.
0: <laughs> there famous. you go. You heard from Baxter's mom before you actually heard from Baxter. We've been trying to get him to talk on the podcast for yeah. many weeks now. Should but you should probably get a dog you're... who knows how to talk next yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets excited up here, but he won't bark. He won't say anything on the podcast. He, kn- he knows this is a place of business. Yeah, you can hear him in the background, but I don't know if... Uh... I can't get him to bark all right uh, maybe we, next time
1: should we wrap it up since, you're, since yeah, your wife is home and, the and, uh, grass, yeah. no, well, yeah. and it's getting dark outside so. yeah, um, let me see here <laughs> green bean, green bean casserole should be illegal i agree <laughs> did ernie actually travel to scout players like ernst will be doing how does ernie's network compare to ernst i think he did but it sounds like ernst might be doing more traveling which is good
0: yeah. Um, we'll see what who we'll see who we can find in the in the Myanmar tenth division. If Ernst has to
1: do all the scouting travel, what does Albright do for his salary?
0: Albright travels too, come on. Yeah. He scouted um <laughs> he scouted Jay Simpson. Which might not mm-hmm. actually not have been a bad uh no, we'll never know. All right, there's more Thanksgiving. I think that's it. Yeah, sorry we didn't really have much gusto on the Thanksgiving questions. I just some Mark out doubt, out and uh yeah, you know, Joel Embiid out, Embiid it out, Jimmy Butler. I'm I'm exhausted on the Eagles and the Sixers. Big and Sixers so. game tonight on Friday night. Uh, yeah, uh, Anthony Davis versus Joel Embiid tonight. Um, got the Eagles who are dog shit right now. Um, mm-hmm. There's no jam in the building with the Flyers. But guess what? The Philadelphia Union. As long as they exist, it's Penn basketball season now, their, everybody. It's Penn basketball Go season. Go Quakers! I think we're gonna. Uh, fuck off back to Europe but thanks for listening (laughs) happy Thanksgiving happy Thanksgiving everybody we're gonna fuck off back to Europe but happy Thanksgiving